You are listening to Stoned with me, Ryan Stone. Each week, I will be diving deep into a brand new topic, sharing thoughts, research, and opinions that are bound to get me in trouble. So sit back, get stoned, and enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Ryan Stone. This week, we are talking about a polarizing topic, anarchy. Right off the bat, anarchy is not inherently about violence. So get that out of the fucking way. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) If you hate anarchy already and you're not wanting to hear what I have to say, that's fine. Just skip to the next episode or listen to a different podcast. I don't fucking care. But we're talking about why I identify as anarchist and why I like the idea. So get on board. Be open-minded, and we're going to talk about that shit. So get super stoned with me. It's not going to be serious. I promise you it's not going to be crazy or fucking hardcore. I mean, a little hardcore, sure, but not, you know, just it's philosophy. It's all about philosophy. So get your get your uh, get your brain nice and high so we can philosophize together. Okay. Okay, I'm going to take a dab. We're going to get this shit started. I'll be right back. All right, so we're talking about anarchy today. And anarchy is definitely a polarizing topic. So I'm just going to start off with the definition, and then we'll get into it from there. So on Google, anarchy is defined as a state of society being freely constituted without authority or a governing body. So it is a political and social idea, a philosophy, where a society lives without hierarchy and without power structures put in place. Ideally, every civilian and every individual has 100% power over their own body and gives consent to others to, to do with that what they will. So anarchy is very much about autonomy, right? It's about having 100% power over your entire self and your neighbor having 100% power over themselves. So a big part of why people are kind of confused about anarchy is, is crime, right? So you're an anarchist. Do you think your neighbor should just be able to walk into your house and kill you with no consequences? And it's like, um, no, <laughs> I think in a, in an ideal anarchist society, as we know, crime is created by an imbalance of power and that in most crime. And we also know that the American incarceration system is completely ass backwards and is you know, the opposite of solving any kind of a problem. So remove a a big thing that people need to remember is like the government and the, you know, the governing body does little to nothing to prevent crime. They just punish the crime. They, you know what I mean? They put lower class people in very secluded and very specific areas on purpose to cultivate crime in these areas and to 
cycle people through the system and stuff like that. So do I think my neighbor should be able to come into my house and kill me? Absolutely not. In an ideal anarchist society, my neighbor would have little to no reason to do something like that, right? If a theft can't exist, if personal property doesn't exist, right? So it's kind of, it's, it's that, that kind of ideas. Removing the cause can remove the effect. Um, so yeah, big, a big thing is anarchy abolishes hierarchy, right? And hierarchy is one person or entity having power over another. That could mean I'm your boss. I'm your shift lead at work. <laughs> that could mean I'm the president or I'm a cop or I am a bus driver. You know what I mean? Like all kinds of stuff like that. That is a hierarchy. And well, I guess maybe not a bus driver. Maybe they're not uh, in a hierarchy because you are you're paying them, you're employing them to do a job for you. But um, <clears throat> any system where one person has power over another, in theory, by anarchist you know rules, should be abolished. The entire idea is that one person owns themselves one hundred percent, and. They don't have to do a job that they don't want to do in order to earn money. They can make whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. And they can communicate with the people around them and barter and sell their goods and services for other people's goods and services. That is the ideal anarchist society. So another really big point in this is, you know, to me, on a objective all cards on the table, cut the bullshit. Is a true anarchist society ever possible? Absolutely not, right? It is absolutely not possible for us from where we are right now to get to a place where we are in a utopia, right? That's the idea. It's an enlightened society is anarchy. And that's like an enlight any enlightened society would inherently be anarchist because hierarchy creates power structures, creates crime, creates problems. So removing that causes, you know what I mean, a lot uh, lifts a lot of that those issues. So going from where we are at right now with greed and poverty and all the shitty hate and awful shit in the world. We, from my point of view, could never possibly live in an anarchist society. But it is the ideal form of government is no government, right? A government is there to have control over others. And in an ideal society, I'm going to say that a lot, in a perfect society, nobody should have control over anybody. No system or entity should have power over any other entity. So there's that. That's the T on that. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's not, it's not inherently about violence. And a lot of people think that it is because, you know, uh, there was a presidential assassin who was assassinated in the name of anarchy. People think of um, Guy Fox, right? Uh, historical figure who fought politically to abolish a system, to put a new system in place, which is 
inherently not the oh my god my phone i'm so sorry which is inherently not the baseline ideal of anarchy so guy fox would be rejected by the anarchist ideals and the anarchist ideology right so that's not anytime you're inciting violence or using a political structure to get to another political structure is not anarchy. Anarchy is about slowly breaking down systems, removing systems, and not putting something else in its place, and letting the people govern themselves and decide what's going to fill that space and how they're going to deal with it interpersonally as a society. So... That's like my that's like my baseline thing. I call myself a gender anarchist because gender to me is a toy. <laughs> it really is. And the more people think about it that way, the better. And I guess that's not really anarchy because anarchy is rejecting all forms of control and and stuff like that. But gender anarchy to me is more like set gender aside from you have autonomy over yourself have that consent ability you you have that consent inside you you ha have the ability to remove the consent and give it to somebody else so to have that give that consent and say i'm going to allow you to present femininity on me or i'm going to allow you to present masculinity on me because i drew a mustache on or something like that that's my gender anarchy. I take gender and I set it aside from me and I put it somewhere else and I use it as a tool in my life. You know what I mean? I'll, at work, I will present more masculine. I will use gender as a tool to make my life easier or uh, to make my art cooler, <laughs> but that's what it is to me. So it's, it's about having autonomy over my body, owning myself 100% and saying, I will only allow what I want into my life. And I will only allow the feelings that I need to penetrate myself. And if gender-related feelings are not what I need, then I can separate that. I can put, my, put that over there with my makeup stuff. You know what I mean? And I can live outside of gender. That's like my, my, that's my life <laughs> uh, message is is living outside of that and using it as a tool to make your life easier or more interesting or more artistic or more colorful or whatever. But that's, that's what it is to me. So I call myself an anarchist and I, I mean it, <laughs> I am an anarchist, but it doesn't mean that I am a violent or I'm all for the purge. You know what I mean? That's not what, anarchy is about at all it is an ideal philosophy that again cannot be reached oh my god why is everything making noise this is awful <laughs> i'm gonna take a quick break i'm gonna make sure nothing's making noise <laughs> we're gonna come back and finish this off in just a second i will be right back all right we are back and circling back um to the beginning of anarchy there was a movement called classical anarchy now it was the you know early in the 19th century when this was 
blowing up. People were doing <laughs> using anarchy as a tool for terrorism. And there was a lot of, you know, violence perpetrated by so-called anarchists under the guise of attacking government. And it, you know, immediately put a bad stain on the political ideal or social ideology of it all. Shouldn't be political because there shouldn't be politics involved at all. That's the idea. <laughs> but it's all based in the rooted idea that all people are born equal and through societal differences do we become different and have disagreements and everything like that so the idea is the more that people learn and the more we grow and the more we evolve we eventually get closer to this perfect human and we eventually will evolve past the need for governing bodies obviously as by now we have all realized that that's not going to happen and humankind is <laughs> doomed to destroy itself. And that's just the T on that, unfortunately. So again, this whole thing is in a perfect world. This is how a society would function. So uh, there was this guy I didn't, like I said, did not do a ton of research. This is just off the top of my head. Named Gerard Win Winston something. <laughs> Win Stanford. Win Stanley. We're going to say Gerard Win Stanley. I think that's what his name was. He was a, I think, uh, oh my God. I really should have done more research. Philosopher. And... All of his people were like super poor and impoverished and they didn't have rights to a lot of their land and, and all kinds of stuff like that. So their food from the government was getting more and more expensive and they couldn't pay for it and people were going hungry. So he was proposing this idea that common land belongs to common people. And this whole idea was that the people that live on the land and work the land should own the land and should be able to cultivate that land and grow their own food and prosper in their own autonomy. Obviously it didn't work out <laughs> and eventually this society like changed and they all had to move somewhere else because they literally couldn't survive there. But the idea is that in a perfect world, we should be able to take care of each other. And when you're growing crops, you take care of your family. And then with your abundance, you take care of your neighbors and you feed the people in your community. And maybe you get some things in return. Maybe sometimes you don't, but that's just the way that it works. You know what I mean? So like I said, that's a very ideal world. I would love to live in that world. I'm never going to, but it's, you know, life is short. I don't see any reason not to believe in full force what you believe to be the ideal world. And my, my ideal world is anarchist. And it's not because of violence. And, and there is no violence in my anarchist world. <laughs> That's the idea. And I 
you know, I continue to call myself a gender anarchist and it's a polarizing idea, but I think the more people hear the word, hopefully listening to this podcast has enlightened you a little bit to a little bit more nuanced ideas and, you know, stuff that's less mainstream about anarchy. <laughs> so that's what I've got. If you have any other questions about it, please feel free to talk to me because I love talking about it. Um, shit. Yeah, that's, that's about all I've got. I mean, capitalism obviously fucking sucks. Like we know this and anarchy is not about being like a commune of everybody being farmers. Like we can still live our, our lives and be really happy and, and, and thrive just in different, in a different way. So that's that on that. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a good time. I certainly did. So I hope you join me, join me next week for whatever we talk about. <laughs> Until then, I hope you have a good one and uh, stay stoned. That's a good one. Thank you for listening to Stoned with me, Ryan Stone. Our cover art is by John Clifton. For all other social media, you can find me at Ryan underscore stoned. And if you click the link in my bio, you can also find show merch. Make sure to tune in next Thursday to get stoned all over again.